Hello, everyone. My name's Hank Suttle. And I'm Casey McBride. And we're here with another fun episode of Stir Crazy Shamans. Hello again, everyone. Uh, we're here today to talk about communication, and it's kind of a vague term in this sense because you can communicate with anything and everything in the seen and unseen world, so we can go a lot of different places with this conversation. Oh, yeah, and uh, uh, I received some communication from Spirit that this is what <laughs> would be a good topic to talk about for today. Um, yeah, uh, and we're when we're talking about uh, communication with another human, that's a fascinating enough topic and it's uh, on its own, but um, there are still a lot of people that don't realize that, like Hank said, you can communicate with literally anything from um, spiritual beings who are very conscious and what we can translate their communication into English to even this wooden desk in front of me, I can open up a dialogue with because everything is all made of the same living energy, the same, consciousness um and so we can open up a dialogue with whatever we want and um, it's really amazing when you learn to start to tap in and do that right and probably the biggest stumbling block people have when stepping into that is um, having a point of view of how that communication takes place right. just like some people uh, receive better audially some people receive better visually well with spirit it's not necessary or if, whether you're talking to an, an entity or to uh, a stone uh the communication is completely different. I find that things like stones, it's almost like just an impression, just like almost a knowing, or it, it's kind of, does, it's hard to describe even, or almost comes to you like a memory in some cases, depending mm -hmm. what it is. And I have one recent example. I was out uh, in my yard, uh, kind of getting the brush and everything together. And there's this old fire pit that the old owners had used. And we started a new one much closer to the house. And I just felt like what I would describe as sadness from the stones. It's just like, we're not being used anymore. We're not hearing stories anymore. And it's not like they were saying that, but that was just the impression. I'm like, oh, well, I got to include these guys. And so I have a project where we're going to be repurposing them and, and bringing them up to the fire. But it was just like they're them not feeling loved. And it's something simple like that. And and the communication was completely different than what Casey and I are having. Mm. And I remember the first time I really recognized I was having this kind of communication was I was um, sitting in this little patch of forest uh, near my house. And I remember I was uh, just learning about meditation and all of this stuff. And my ability to sense energy was starting to open up. And um, I'd sat and meditated, opened my eyes. I remember looking at the grass and it was just... I could see the energy of the grass just moving and alive, almost like an ocean, uh, like th with these waves going through it. And then the wind came through and I felt this like really powerful emotion from the wind. And um, uh, it, it wasn't necessarily like um, uh, angry, but it was that powerful, the emotion coming from the wind. And then I, so, so I was feeling like this visual communication from the grass, this feeling from the wind, and then um, I put my hand on this tree uh, and I started same thing like a memory. And I, and I started to actually see images um, of like, uh, like I think at one point I saw someone like hammering a nail into it and like felt like uh, the sort of like pain as there was like no reason for that. And then um, 
like a couple of other things. And then I remember afterwards I went and like looked around and here's this little nail sticking into the tree, like old rusted nail. And um, so, yeah, I was opening up a dialogue with the spirit of that tree and we can do that with anything. And um, <laughs> so I think a lot of people might think, okay, so that's great, but you know, why? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, because it's fun and why not? Yeah. <laughs> but there, there are uh, things where you do, like when you're building a sweat lodge, you go out and my teacher, when he was teaching us how to build them, uh, you go up and you find the sapling and you, you connect with the sapling and you ask it, do you want to be a part of this? And occasionally we'd be like, no. I was like, okay, you're going to grow up and be a bigger tree then. And then he would also give us a hard time just as an aside story. Me and Dave, uh, who were doing the project, both of us, the first tree we picked, the sapling, ended up being a dead tree. Like it was still an earth and whatnot, but it was a dead sapling. And our teacher said, leave it to a medium to start first by talking to a dead tree. He's like, well, you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta find a live tree uh, for, for this uh, particular uh, uh building of a sweat lodge but it was a kind of a funny story because both of us did it and then he gave us a hard time about it <laughs> oh that's funny. was it sane no no um my he um, the person who taught me sweat lodges is uh the medical doctor at lilydale who also does um he was trained by ed McGaw for lot well he was trained by spirit for lodges first and then ed McGaw and some other teachers gave him some knowledge and what his lodges he calls him polakota because he was trained by a lakota and he's polish so he calls him polakota lodges <laughs> oh, that's awesome yeah but he was my primary teacher at McGaw, and then a little bit uh hopefully in the future by uh james beard who travels through the area quite a bit and uh he's a storyteller but he knows how to build lodges as well and every single tie every single hole in the ground every single thing has a story to tell uh as part of the process so cool. pretty cool I love that. I digress, yeah. though, but we're allowed yeah. to. <laughs> exactly. Oh, look, now I'm all washed out. I noticed that was a little dark there. Um, but, yeah, no, a, a big part of it is, yes, it's just the joy of it. You know, when I, when I was asking that, it's, it's, it's amazing to open up a dialogue with uh, the, the world around you and to realize that everything is alive and really full of this magic and this energy. Um, so, one, it just fills your life with so much wonder and, and amazement. Um, and, uh, but the other thing, um, uh, you know, you, I think it really starts to, uh, shift our perception when we start to realize the, um, connections, uh, that happen when we start to receive this communication. And I'm going to give a little example of sort of what I'm talking about. This is one that was recent. I was at one of Hank's, um, ceremonies and, uh, we were using these leaves, um, to, uh, I can't remember. It was, I don't know what the sound ceremony I was at with you. Do you remember? Uh, I know we, was it akin to, well, I know it was three leaves and we were building a despacho of some kind probably, but I don't remember specifically. No, I remember he hands me these leaves and they were bay leaves. And I remember um, I just felt this really strong energy from them. And I've held bay leaves in my hands many times before in my life. So I like to cook and I've never felt energy like that coming from them. So I was like, I asked him, I was like, what's, I'm like, what's up with these leaves? This really powerful energy coming through. And he goes, oh, a shaman picked those. And uh, I go, oh, okay, that's probably what I'm feeling. Uh, but when you start to get those connections of like, okay, I'm receiving this communication, this feeling from uh, you know, whatever it is, an inanimate object, a spiritual being, and then you start to relate that to like, okay, this is relevant to also the physical reality. Um, then that's when things start to take a shift for like, okay, wow, I can, you know, what, in what ways is it possible for me to use this information I'm getting to start to exact some amazing change in my physical reality?
And I told the story in the past, there was an, uh, my friend Dave Orlaski, because he had a dialogue with the spirit world and with uh, objects. He was told to gift me the chumpy stones that set me on my whole quest to find Zane and get into this work. So you never know, like, um, why do it? Because ultimately having that dialogue with nature and to and everything has potential to be a huge contribution and create possibilities in your life. Because when you're following that inspiration and it feels light, uh, then that's what it's going to create in your life. And how does it get any better than that? <laughs> uh, and um, uh, we can learn to communicate, like we said, with objects and things like that. But um, when we, and I think maybe doing that for some people can be a great way to start out to learn to communicate with um, various beings in the unseen or spiritual realms. Um, you know, maybe someone needs a physical object to see, to connect with, but then that could open them up to, okay, now they're able to, since they're feeling the energy of that, they become aware of the other energies that are around them. And now it's, okay, well, I can feel there are like three presences around me. And then maybe that becomes a little more specific. And next thing you know, they're communicating with their spirit guides and they've got this incredible guidance system now uh, to lead them through all of the um, decisions they need to make to provide healing for them. And, and that's a really magical thing when you learn to communicate with your guides. Right. And, you know, it's something that just came to me that is akin to this that I never really considered before is psychometry. Uh, you know, when people have metal objects or any object and you and you have it from somebody else, that's one way that readers connect with the energy of another person. Now, is it that they're connecting with the energy of their person or are they talking to that object? And the object is giving memories of them being with that person and really maybe an object communication versus the connecting with the spirit directly. Just another way to think about it. So if you wanted to try that as a way to develop that, find an old object from somebody or trade objects with someone you don't know so you're not as slighted uh, with things that you think you know and, and get in your own way and open up and see what information you can get because now you're not trying to connect with the spirit world you're just connecting with the object and say hey tell me your story and that's what we do in shamanism when we go out and that we haven't done it yet but as we go through the apprenticeship and you start to find your koyas your stones that are going to become your objects in your mesa uh, one of the things that we do after we we connect with them is we hold them in our hand and we go through a process where we tell the stone about us and we ask the stone to tell us about them and you learn their story and sometimes get their names and what medicine gifts that they have. And introducing yourself to these spirits is also very important um, because communication should always be a, a two-way street, right? Uh, if, if, if it's just, you know, us trying to absorb all we can about that, but we're not giving any communication from ourselves, then I don't think we're really opening up to the full range of communication we could be getting. Um, and then, um, uh, like Zane said in this uh, just recent um, ceremony that we did, when we present ourselves to the spirits, we come as we are and we're totally honest about our energy. Um, and so if you're not like really opening up and allowing spirit to see and feel you, then you're not sending the message that you want it to spirit or this object or whatever it is to open up and give its full self to you. So it's again, even exchange there. Yeah. And authenticity. And what, what yeah. we'll say is like, you can be the high, if you're pissed off today, be the highest vibration of pissed off you can be and <laughs> offer that to the spirit world. But when I think about that, so many people who have had great spiritual awakenings, they get to a place where they get sick and tired of being sick and tired. Like uh, when I got sober, my last prayer before I got better was God help me. And that was an authentic, like this sucks. I like whatever can change, let's change it. And, but I was coming from a place of authenticity up until that point, I was trying to hide everything. And Neil Donald Walsh, 
Walsh authors a conversation with Scott at his lowest low point. He wrote a scathing letter to God, all pissed off, but he was his authentic self. And that authenticity resonates with the spirit world because now we're not hiding anything. We're being our true authentic selves. And from that point, you can move forward and grow. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. And, and sometimes we do, uh, and not everyone. I mean, obviously, if, you, if you're in a good place, you can still communicate with spirit. That's wonderful. So you don't have to be. <laughs> You know, oh, oh yeah you don't have to go to the depths of despair <laughs> but 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 sometimes it takes going there to become to a place where you're truly willing to be authentic right. and and so like if you if you know if you don't want to create that experience you can be authentic right here right now with the spirit world you don't have to go to pathetic like i did <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, but then and then uh, I one point I want to bring up now about communication with the spirit world is the energy of play, right? We had a whole episode on that um, a couple of days ago, and um, you know there should be a playfulness and a lightness around this communication. And if you're trying to take things really seriously, and there's a heaviness around, I you know I really have to get this message, and oh, this, if there's a serious like tenseness about it, then. Um, uh, the spirit world, I mean, you still can get communication, but I don't think the spirits, the energy is as willing to exchange oh. with you as if you have that playfulness about it. No, because playful is where the fun is, right? And there was a time I was with a student. I was at this one little um, spot in Lake Erie called Columbia Park. And it's a place where this waterfall empties into the lake. And I like taking people there for certain exercises. And as I was thanking the lake uh, and uh, like right at the end of the steps, and I turn my back to start going up the stairs, this huge wave crashes and it sends up this wall of water. And this is my description for the people that were walking down the steps that saw this happening. And it just completely douses me. And, my, <laughs> and my, my first thought, I, I, I didn't go, ah, or anything. I just started laughing, and I thanked the lake even more. <laughs> but the people walking down, they were like, are you all right? I'm like, oh, no, that was great. You know, that means that the, what we just did was um, some really powerful work, and it actually opened up a dialogue about shamanism with two people that probably never would have asked a question about what this crazy guy was doing with this other person there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. And, yeah, you know, you, you, and you watch, and when you when you start to open up and play, the universe will open up and, and play with you. And I know um, uh, I receive – I've had experiences like that um, where I am starting to, you know, I don't know, take things a little too seriously. And then the universe will give me a good smack on the face. Like, <laughs> hey, man, <laughs> you know, this is supposed to be fun. Let's have fun together. Uh, oh, I just noticed now. It looks like we have. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, comments, but yeah, Mike is here. Thank you, Mike, for your contribution of unicorns and dragons and whatever that other thing is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of well, speaking of that though make sure you check your facebook thing if you haven't already oh, I, you, I didn't you, do that. see oh, when i when i remember <laughs> at the very beginning you've always done it and i know <laughs> yeah, and if you're just joining oh. us uh, and you like to make comments we love to interact with you so feel free to offer your comments or your contribution uh, also in the description we have links to the youtube channel if you want to watch from there uh, it helps us out and you can share and subscribe from there as well and also catch out all the archive videos and Casey's YouTube channel is there as well, Shaman's Way. He does like um, a couple guided meditations every week that are on there. A lot of good videos to go back and um, watch, including ones how to connect with spirit guides and that yes. type of thing. So things relevant to our conversation today, there are some tools for you if you go back into those archived videos to uh, check those out too. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and uh, I'm always going to be posting, you know, some new con I have a couple of videos I'm working on right now. Um, I actually don't remember what they're about. But, <laughs> that means uh, they're that good because you only know it in the moment. <laughs> right. Um, uh, but they will they will be posted once I get them edited and all that. I think one was on, um, I think one of them was on journeying, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. But it'll be magical, whatever it is. <laughs> or even better than that, if there's videos that you want to see, either for us to talk about live here yeah. or videos that Casey does and upload, uh, let us know. And we'll be happy to create some content around it because this is really something we started to be interactive with everybody else out there. And we want to follow the energy and talk about what you want to talk about. And yeah. if you have any question at all, even if it's not relevant to the topic, you can make the comment and we will be happily derailed and talk about whatever's on your minds. Yes, so. yes. Please, <laughs> please do. Um, I'm feeling to uh, to guide us through a short little exercise to open up um, communication with whatever it is you're trying to communicate with. So okay, cool. we can do that. Yeah, I will. Um, let me put up a... This, this is going to be an exercise, right? Yeah. Okay. Putting up a little banner so people tuning in right now will be will not be like totally like wondering what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go for it. Okay. Uh, so anyone who's following along, if you're in a position to do so, hopefully you're uh, uh, in a space where you can be comfortable for just a few minutes. And take a deep breath. And then on the exhale, close your eyes. Just breathe in whatever way feels natural and allow your awareness to sink down into the body. Begin to really feel your body. Are there areas in your body that feel tense or heavy right now? Are there areas that feel particularly light and really comfortable and good? Just take note of all the sensations. And know that all of these sensations that are present in the body are communication from your body and that your body is constantly talking to you, communicating with you in some way. So I want you to find a place in your body that feels less than 100% pleasant, an area that maybe feel a little tight, a little tense, a little heavy, or maybe there's some emotion somewhere that you can identify in the body that uh, isn't quite pleasant. Then just go into that spot with all of your attention. Normally when we feel discomfort, pain, or whatever it might be in the body, uh, the instinct is to sort of do something, think about something, or to distract ourselves from that. But for now, we're opening up a dialogue with it. So go deep within whatever it is that you're feeling. Feel that tense, tight, heavy feeling, discomfort, whatever it is. Just be very present with it. And realize that through this feeling, your body is trying to communicate something with you. So ask, we're going to ask a couple of questions in a row. And the first one, 
Ask into that feeling in your body. What lesson or contribution do you have for me at this moment in time, which I am not allowing myself to fully realize? What lesson or contribution do you have for me at this time that I'm not allowing myself to fully realize? And just be present. Know that the answer does not have to come through in the mind. And if it comes through in a long, lengthy sentence, that's probably not the correct communication. Just feel the response. Even if just complete silence comes through and that feeling intensifies or whatever it might be, just be present with that. And then ask into that feeling. Do I need to continue to carry this with me? Do I need to continue to carry this with me? Do I need to continue to carry this with me? And just feel, feel the response. And now ask again into that spot on the body, what can I do in this moment right now in order to release any energies that are ready to be released associated with this feeling? What can I do? What can I be? What can I allow within myself in order to release this tight, tense, heavy feeling or whatever it might be. And again, feel the response. And now this time, as spirit begins to communicate with you, as this feeling that's trying to get your attention from your body is communicating with you, do whatever you feel come, needs to come through. If you need to move your body in some way, breathe, visualize a certain energy, whatever you feel inspired to do in the moment, just go along with whatever the first things that arise are. Just go along with that completely. Do that now in this moment and feel it begin to shift. And now ask your body in that space where that was tight, heavy, tense, whatever it was. What can I fill this space with 
that would bring me more peace, more love, more joy, more lightness, more happiness in this space and throughout my entire being. What can I fill this with that will bring me more peace, love, light, joy, happiness through this space in my entire being? And then whatever energy arises as you ask that question, allow that to be flooded into that area and fill it. And now I want you to take note and just feel how your entire body feels now all at once. How do you feel now overall compared to just a few minutes ago before we started? Ask yourself, how am I feeling? And again, just feel the response. Don't think it in words. Just feel it. Thank you. So that was, um, I didn't know what I was going to guide us through before I started mm -hmm. talking, by the way. Spirit was <laughs> like, you have to start saying this. <laughs> um, but now I, I'm understanding why they, they had me share that. Um, and that was, again, an example of um, what communication can do for us. So there, we opened up a dialogue with our bodies and whatever it was trying to communicate through this unpleasant, heavy, tense type feeling, wherever it was. And um, we opened up a dialogue with it. So we asked it questions and began to communicate through feeling. And in doing so, hopefully, we were able to release whatever that was and then replace it with something beautiful. So this dialogue, this communication that we have can be used as a tool for powerful healing for ourselves, for others, uh, and for uh, any beings, objects, any consciousness that we come across. Absolutely. And the dialogue with the body is perhaps the best place to start because all the other communication with all the other things in the universe, the body is this amazing sensory perception machine that gives us a lot of cues and clues as to what things are communicating around us uh, about. And so connecting to first to the body that can open up the dialogue with everything else too. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you know, we, uh, if, if we're, how do we, how do I put it? There was one guy I was learning from at one point that used to make the analogy of, um, like if you fall asleep, uh, on your arm in the middle of the night and you wake up and your arms just completely numb because you've been laying on it for hours and hours and uh, like your arms just kind of flopping around and you can't really, you know, feel anything. Um, and because we, we can't feel it, we're not tuned in. We don't have the sensation of our hand. Um, we can't control it without the feeling. Um, and so a uh, similar thing, if, we, if we're not tuned in and, and we're not feeling our body, uh, then we're not going to be able to uh, control our ability to tune in, feel other things, receive communication uh, in any kind of specific way. So yeah, tuning into ourselves, our own bodies, our own energy field is what we need to do in order to start to communicate with anything else.
Absolutely. And one of the things you can do to do that too, another exercise, this is from Access Consciousness, they have a, a energy flow called the thymus exercise. And they say it's important because the thymus is the seat of the soul. Uh, and it's the place, the organ in theory, and take it or leave it, uh, that is the place where the body and the being kind of are, are uh, connected through. And by activating the thymus energies, you have a better or a greater excuse me, congruency between the body and the being and what you're looking to bring into your life. And I'll give it just real quick. I won't do a whole guided thing. I'll do a whole separate video on that probably. Um, but it's six distinct energy flows and it's always from source to source. And you start by allowing source energy to come in through the bottom of your feet, go through the thymus, out the top of your head, back to source, connect the source through the top of the head, through the thymus, out the feet, back to source. Third energy flow while running the other two, in the feet, through the thymus, out the hands. In the hands, through the thymus, out the feet. And then the tricky one, into the left hand, through the thymus, out the right foot. Into the right hand, through the thymus, out the left foot. And you allow that energy flow to flow simultaneously. And you don't even have to visualize these energies. All you have to do is say, be an allowance of thymus energies are in, and it goes. And no other instructions or anything else is needed. So that's another great way just to be having a tool to start settling into the body so you can have a greater dialogue. When Hank first guided me through that exercise a few days ago, I really did just feel this shift as though um, the my, my spiritual body um, really snapped in almost <laughs> like a, a couple of Legos coming together or something. And uh, there was a sensation of like, boom, like, okay, okay, now I'm really in the body and we're really aligned with what the spirit's doing. Um, uh, but yeah, there was like a snapping sensation that came along with it. So uh, if you're going to make a video on that, um, I highly recommend everyone check that out because it's a really yep, cool I'll idea. definitely do one with a little bit more uh, in-depthness to it, I guess. And also a couple clearings. I just want to design them for anybody who might watch. I, I found out Access actually does let you see, do clearing statements online, but they say you're using it. It's not a kindness to someone to watch something and have like this huge clearing and they're just like not expecting it. So I have to, like, to, to use it mindfully. So I'm gonna really design a few that no matter who's watching will have ease with it and uh, not have a, a problem because they try to process that I did. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and one other thing to talk, since we're kind of dialoguing about bodies, of a lot of times the body is acknowledging things that the being is not willing to acknowledge and so when you or if you're having back pain or if you're having something going on really ask is it mine or the question i would ask is what am i the being aware of that i am unwilling to acknowledge that the body is acknowledging for me and see what percolates up because a lot of times there was a one story of this lady who she had all this back pain and uh, dr dane said well is that yours and she's like well no it's my husband's and then she just bent down and picked it up with no pain i mean it can be that easy <laughs> like like is, is are you just aware of something that you're not willing to acknowledge and because you're not willing to the body's like well i guess i got to <laughs> yeah and our bodies are this like amazing um sensory apparatus you know just even thinking about it on a physiological level you know we have um uh, thousands upon thousands of um uh, all different types of sensory cells right even just in our skin we have pressure receptors there are like little receptors that sense the individual movement of each um, hair on like our arms and legs throughout our body and all that. And, um, uh, and uh, on an energetic level, we have an even more 
even more complex system of uh, uh, sensory system, I guess you could say. Yeah, there's Nawi, chakras, nadis, meridians, all kinds of wonderful energy things that have energy signatures that interpret for us. And if you go back and watch the episode on Jill Matson, and she was talking about how just in like a thing of our sweat, there are hundreds and hundreds of frequencies like every frequency that we are is is there so sometimes when people are doing readings they'll want to hold your hand or something like that it's going to help them connect because how much more are they perceiving because of that physical contact and if you're looking to go talk to a rock or a tree go hug that tree go lay on the earth go hold the stone in your hand and just that extra sensory instead of just going intuitively you're also going to be getting all those other things that the body has the ability to tune in with Oh, I got a kind of fun story I want to share. Go for um, it. So uh, speaking of that, the communication of uh, feeling, I was on a retreat and we were learning all kinds of stuff about how to do things like aerokinesis and pyrokinesis and all this fun stuff. Um, and uh, at one point, people were playing with these torches, that, like, a, you know, like a tiki torch that were all around the perimeter of this thing. And um, the one guy who's really like more skills at pyrokinesis was teaching people how to like manipulate the flames. And um, so uh, I kind of walked over to one and was just looking at it and like, um, wasn't really sure how to proceed. And he comes over to me and he, the way he said it was so simple, but he's just like, hold your hand there. And he said, you feel that heat? And he's like, that heat, that feeling is a communication between you and the flame. And he's like, now communicate what you're trying to say to it. And then um, I don't even know. And again, it was not communicating in words, telling it to do anything, but just bringing this feeling, a feeling what it was feeling. And then I was exchanging the feeling. And then I watched this flame as I like started to bend my hand. It curls over almost like a, like a loop uh, in this flame. It curled into a loop. And then I it went and like started to shrink and shrink and then so this isn't like a weak candle flame. This is a tiki torch, like like flame flame that bent around and then disappeared as I was communicating that feeling to it. Um, so, <laughs> awesome. so um, yeah, it's but um, you know, obviously, <laughs> not everyone needs to. No, and for people who like that story, if you go back, there's an episode with Norse mythology with uh, Casey's friend Jameson who told another story, and the 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 conversation had nothing to do with Norse mythology except for five minutes, and then it went away to all the different ways divinity presents itself. But there was an outstanding candle story, but you'll have to go there to to watch it or to oh, yeah. tomorrow. You can ask him to say it again because I think he's going to be on with us tomorrow. Yeah, Jameson will probably be on again. So, <laughs> but it was a really good story. A few expletives, so don't watch with your kids if you have a point of view that that's bad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, and I and I had to, there was a, a time where I was really interested in learning about um, uh, like the various form of kinesis, uh, like you know, whatever it was, uh, hydrokinesis, aerokinesis, all that stuff. And um, I remember one of the things I was learning to do was to spin a psi wheel. Um, so you take a little piece of paper, put it on top of a needle, and then you sit there with your hands and you basically make a current of energy to try and get this thing to start to spin. And I sat there three days in front of this thing, um, trying to like force it to move and nothing happened. And then finally on the third day, um, instead of like sort of forcing, I just opened up and really relaxed and was in the space of just allowing things to flow. And then I felt sort of this click of like, um, 
uh, going inside of the space and inside of the energy in this piece of paper. And then that cord of light came back out. And then again, it was, and I, I felt it as it was a dance, all right? It was like, um, uh, like my energy was, I don't know, just in this like intimate communication, like like as if you're with a, a partner in, in a dance and you don't care about what's happening to anyone else around you in the room and you're just there with their energy, the same kind of intimacy. And then this thing started to turn around and I was able to even, without moving my hands, just connect with that feeling and it would start to spin and then um, and then stop and it would stop and then start and I could like at will start and stop this thing from spinning around and um, so that was uh, that was really amazing so I mean just to show you the power of yeah. like energetically communicating with something we can we can it's entirely possible to physically move objects just by opening up a dialogue with them you know the the thing that spirit gave me to go along with that because i've used a similar analogy but not this particular one is it's almost as though in like a music band right the conductor is telling all the he's not playing the instruments but he through his motions through his energy through his intention through his uh, body communication through all that he's communicating with all the people and the objects what their role is in that moment and kind of energetically like moving that baton for them that a, a conductor would do uh, something akin to that when you're dealing with stuff like uh, looking to move it or manipulate it energetically. Mm. Yeah, uh, a little bit, but even more. Um, hmm. How to describe? I mean, I guess so because the conductor is having to read what's going on, right. and he's holding the space for the show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So that, yeah, I guess that is. Yeah. Well, but, but meditate on that metaphor because like that, that was a loose thing given to me just to convey a concept. Like you say, words, they just point to an energy. Right. But I think the one thing that's coming through that's important to touch on is it's not, a, you know, you're not giving instructions like, well, I guess you can. I don't know. I don't know now because I was going to say to not have, if you're trying to do this kind of work, whatever it is, whether you're trying to use telekinesis or if you're trying to um, just like, you know, perform a certain kind of healing. Uh, it's not like you're really um, like, okay, you know, I have control over you do this uh, again. Remember the two way communication. Uh, right. And just to really touch on that and um, you know, uh, feel what is that thing feeling? And until you get the feeling of that and you can connect with it, um, then it's going to be really difficult to communicate your message. So I, th and I, I just wanted to touch on the importance no, of it being a two-way. And the space that you could also hold with that to go along with it is in the recognition that we are all one. And what, where could you go in your space where you are also that object? Right. And then you're having the dialogue with yourself in a way, even though it's separate. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just feeling that out. Like that's the next thing that comes to me as you say that is like, well, that's true. But at the same time, like if in that in that space of oneness, like you're you're not telling anybody to do anything. You are simply doing the other component as you from that place of oneness. I don't know. A, I don't have that, words for it. Well, yeah, because well, we're talking about oneality and duality at the same time. Right. Well, <laughs> and, and they exist at the same time. So why yes, not? they do. <laughs> yeah. But, but if you're if you're looking at it as separate, then it might be a much harder, or, or it's yeah. not impossible. But like if you're if you're stepping into the space where you're one and you're doing it because you're allowing it on both sides, versus being separate and you have to be in the space yeah. where it understands your will. Yeah, I don't know if it is, but I would say it's it's 
pretty much near impossible to do anything like what I'm talking about if you actually view yourself as separate from the thing. Because um, again, you know, um, I can't move my hand if it's completely numb and I have no sensation in it. I get it. Uh, but I can feel the hand because uh, because I, the hand is part of me. And same thing with that object. I can feel it because it is me. And, and, and I am one with whatever that thing is. And so the only way that we're able to have this communication in truth is because it is all us. <laughs> You're the only one in the room. Yeah, and so are you. That's all my... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what does spirit want to say? What communication <laughs> do we have from spirit to communicate about communication? Or if anybody has any questions, Sue did have a question, but I, I wrote back to her. She was just looking for the YouTube channel. You can just Google stir crazy shamans or shamans way or in YouTube. Or if you just go to the description of this video, click see more. I put the links to all the YouTube channels right there. So you can just click and go over and subscribe. And uh, she was looking for the archive of some of the other videos. And mm -hmm. she said that she's getting hooked on us and she's yes. got to go find this later. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> No, it's it's really great though. Like the amount of uh, we didn't even realize how many people we were starting to impact and influence. But I've been getting messages almost every day from people I didn't know were watching and didn't know that they would care to watch. You know, and it's just like wow, this is really uh, inspiring that so many people are are watching and getting value out of it. And and, and we're just me, having fun. <laughs> oh yeah, we're we're having fun doing it. But you know, to me that's um, you know, to me that shows that we're. We're, we're already, um, I don't know how to put this. I feel um, extremely fulfilled and, and feel like we're already just super successful because we are reaching, you know, these people and starting to shift people's perception. Um, and, uh, and, you know, that's what it's about. You know, if, we, if one person watching this is inspired to try something new or, or shift their perception in some way, then, oh, that just makes me feel amazing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, all so right. What will be next? If anybody has any comments or questions, please ask. What was next to talk about in this dialogue of communication? Yeah, I was going to say if, uh, well, we'll see. If anything comes through from Spirit at Cam, but uh, we're, we're getting close to like 40 minutes here. Do you want to start? I was gonna, do you want to start experimenting? We can see because sometimes, you know, if uh, we, we go for like an hour and a half uh, because the communication's flowing, but um, I would almost be curious to see if. Some people wouldn't be a little more open to watching videos that aren't an hour and a half long. Maybe people well, get into well, it. And on the weekend, we had planned to do it just for a half hour anyway, and we're past that. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there we go. So Except for what James is on. Yeah, that's fine. So if you've been watching, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, please check it out in the archive. There are links for all the YouTube channels. Uh, Shaman, or Shaman's Way is Casey's channel where he does all the guided meditations. Definitely check that out. You have to, if you want to find my person YouTube channel that has like one video, it's like just Hank Settler. <laughs> but I don't, I don't, but I don't post there often. But I will, uh, I will probably more frequently nowadays. I posted one yesterday, kind of randomly, because I was inspired. So if inspiration hits, I will do these uh, little uh, moments of inspiration. I call them, and it's usually like a five or ten minute video of, of just me talking about a word or something that came to me. So that would be fun. Oh, I love it. Yes, and uh, and just start. You know, if you guys are uh, curious about this, you know. Okay, can I really communicate with a tree or a rock or a spiritual beings? Just try it, you know, have some fun with it and, and see what arises. And uh, know that um, 
you know, it is through uh, the imagination uh, that we uh, begin to open up these dialogues and through feelings that we do it. Um, uh, but that because just because we're using the tool of the imagination doesn't mean it's not real. The imagination is the very real tool that we use to do actual work in the spiritual realm. So, and just a shout out. I'm going to put up a picture of Ken because he came through yesterday, or the day before yesterday, for my group. Uh, this is Ken Hirsch, and it's because of him, in a lot of ways, that it helped created the space for me to walk down this path of shamanism. And on my right after we started the apprenticeship group, as I was about to fall asleep, he came through very strongly for me, and I had this beautiful experience uh, communicating with him. And I wasn't looking for that communication. And my point of bringing this up is what beings of light and angels and guides are just there ready to communicate, and all you need to do is be willing to receive. So my challenge for everybody today would be, as especially as you right as you fall asleep or you're about to fall into that theta state, uh, throughout is there anything here for me for my highest and best from anyone that you know any being is a light or however you want to phrase it and just see what experience you might have as you fall asleep or in your dreams mm, love it cool and again thank you so much everyone for your energy and your attention thank yep, you yep a nike a nike a nike <laughs>